You're listening to episode 71 of Chat About Children with Sonia Bestelich. Let's chat. Discover children at a whole new level. Be empowered to grow with the children in your life. Welcome to Chat About Children with Sonia Bestelich. Hi there and welcome to Chat About Children where we chat about all things children and empower you to grow with the children in your life. Today, my special guest is award-winning Australian author and mental health advocate, Josh Langley, and we chat about kindness as a kid's superpower. Now, before we launch into the chat with Josh, I want to just remind you that we do have show notes on the chataboutchildren.com website, and I encourage you and would love for you to share this episode with family, friends, and with colleagues who you know will benefit. Now, I've had Josh on the show some time ago, and I was keen to invite him back to talk about kindness and how it can be used as a kid's superpower. Now, many of us are already aware of Josh's popular award-winning series, Being You Is Enough, and he's just released the fourth book in this series called Being Wildly Kind, Finding the Powerful Magic Inside. Welcome, Josh. It's so kind of you to be here. Well, thank you so much, Sonia. It's very kind of you to invite me back. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, a massive congratulations. I know, you know, chatting just before we started recording, I was talking about, you know, it's it's not every day or every year that you release a book and, and you've done that for a number of years. And here's another one that you got, Being Wildly Kind. I just absolutely love it. I've actually read it and love it. And I'll share more about that later. But I'd love to start, Josh, by asking you about kindness. Why do you think it needs to be a topic of discussion more so now than ever? Sonia, I just think we are so divided as society. I mean, I suppose when I was first inspired to write the book was last year and you had so much political division you know, around the world and that's what sort of prompted me, okay, well, look, it's hard to actually get adults to start to think about being kind. Sometimes it can be a bit of a cliche, but if we can get really on the ground level with kids and get them from the, as young as age as possible to start thinking about other people, start thinking about the planet, about animals and, and their place in it and how they interact with, with all that from a young age, then hopefully they will grow up with a deep sense of, of connection to all this so they see where they fit into it and they see where kindness fits in. And then we end up having a a society that hopefully will be a little bit richer and more cohesive for that, for these kids sort of living the kindness that we're trying to teach. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the things I absolutely love about the book. And part of your, I guess, value system, Josh, is, you know, building empathy, building compassion in kids and building connection, you know, within themselves and others. And, And it all is beautifully themed throughout this series. Now, you mentioned the inspiration came in 2020 when there was a lot going on around the world. Do you remember that moment, though, that moment where you just thought, okay, this is it. I need to share the message on kindness. Do you remember where you were and what was happening at the time? Oh, look, I think it might have actually been a whole series of events, especially what was coming out of America at the time. You know, obviously with Trump and I think the the race riots were on and all that. And it's like, how do we change this? How do we get a new narrative? How do we get people, instead of going, this is my opinion, that's your opinion, the two shall never meet. And then, of course, on social media, 
it's even more divisive than ever. So it was like all these little moments sort of piling up and I'm just going, and I was already thinking about what the next kid's book was going to be. And I thought, well, let's do kindness. Let's get into that ground level. And just so we're hopefully in 20, 30, 40 years, we may not see a repeat of 2020. I mean, regardless of the, the pandemic, but people's reactions to it. I mean, I know there were a lot of kind acts that came out of that, out of the pandemic and people doing amazing things. However, overall, we just, it divided us even more. And how can we move through that divide to, to see, I can see myself and someone else and they can see themselves and me in our role. And hopefully then kids can go, okay, look, you know, we all know that kids model the behavior of parents and adults. So if the parents and the adults can be inclusive and, and be kind and gentle to each other, then hopefully the kids will learn from that as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love in being wildly kind, how far reaching you take the kindness and it's got four sections. Am I okay to share those four kind of key sections, Josh? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you kind of got the four sections with kindness within yourself, toward others, toward animals and toward the entire world. I was just like, as I was flipping the page, I was like, oh my gosh, it's so good. Oh my goodness, that's so good. So good. (laughs) Tell us, why did you sequence it in that particular order? I suppose there are so many books out there already about kindness, which, which is great. But a lot of them are just a, a single focus, like it's, it's showing kids how to be kind to other people or kind to themselves. And I'm going to really, I don't know whether it's a good or bad reputation for writing big books for kids, like running at about 100 pages, which is a big no-no because they're meant to be about 32. But that, that's the way I do things, Sonia. And so I thought, okay, well, if it's always just been done, you know, how to be kind to other people, well, we need kids to understand where their place is in the world. So why can't we show how to be kind to animals and how to be kind to the planet as well, the environmental side of things? Because it all weaves back into each other. I mean, because we all know, you've all heard stories of, you know, you watch those documentaries on Netflix about some serial killer. And, you know, the first tendency started when he was pulling wings off flies or something like that, you know, as a kid. And you go, well, how do we get that kid to realize that, no, no, you don't do things like that. You need to respect and understand animals and insects and nature and all that sort of is a part of you and you're a part of it. And we've got to be kind to all these things. So does that answer your question? I think I rambled a bit. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. And you've answered, I guess, the point of difference too with being wildly kind is that it's all encompassing. So it's quite holistic, Mm. which is really nice. I wondered about whether you ordered it or sequenced it in a specific way for a reason, or did it just happen that way? I suppose it was starting with you first, starting with the child and then moving outwards. So it's like, what can I do first? It's about unlocking your own wildly kind power, which is I'm getting kids to feel their little heart beating, feel their little energy center there and go, oh, okay, well, that's where my kindness is. And to let kids know it is actually built in us. We just often don't let it out or we hide it away because it's such a fragile thing to do is to be kind. It's a vulnerable thing. But I want kids to know that's actually a powerful thing. It's a sign of strength to be kind. And so when we've got this kindness in our heart, oh, okay, we've got this. I can use it on myself. Oh, I can use it on other people. I can use it on animals and I can use it on the planet. Wow, this is an amazing ability. So it gives them kids, they, the kids can go, I can start small 
and go big. But even a small action can have big consequences. And that's one of the things that towards the end of the book, or what I wanted to do was that it comes back to you don't have to do anything big kind way for it to have an effect. Even just a simple smile at someone or just be nice can have, you know, it's like the whole butterfly effect. One removes its wings one side of the world and it's like that. You can smile at someone here today and then on the other side of the world, this chain reaction of, of joy and happiness makes someone else who's maybe feeling sad down and then they feel better instead of feeling grumpy. <laughs> They're making someone else grumpy. So it's, it's those sort of things. Yeah, and that was one of the things that I love. I mean, your illustrations are always amazing and quirky and joyful. And I did love what you just described then is that smile or that act of kindness can touch someone on the other side of the world. And when you were describing it, that illustration came into my mind because it did really stand out and has so much impact. And I think that it really, for kids, first up, knowing that they've got kindness as a superpower within them, that's already exciting, I think anyway, to a lot of Mm. kids. And you bring that to the forefront because you're kind of going, it's there, guys, it's in you already, yay, and this is what you can do with it. And then your book goes into explaining and not explaining, but giving lots of different ways that. It's a little bit more instructional than my previous books. It gives a lot of tips and ideas on what kids can do. And because, as you know, that my books are a lot of the times they read with parents, so parents read the books with the kids. So the whole idea is to start the conversation. So the whole bunch of conversation starters between the child and the parent, there's a thing about, you know, instead of buying something for someone for a gift from a department store, make them something. It's the idea of like, let's have a discussion with a parent. What can you make? Can you make a cake? Can you make a cushion? Can you make a card? Those sort of things, which I think is really at the core of, of what we're really getting at is the conversations that parents and kids can have and how that can change the world as well. So it's not just the child, it's actually the parent is coming on board too. Yeah, 100%. And I know that it'll be eye-opening for a lot of parents too, in terms of starting that discussion. And then the child might come up with some ideas and then that leads the parent to go, sure, well, we'll do that or we'll make that. And then they're also Mm. being involved in the whole whatever it is that they've decided to do, which I absolutely love about the book. I think that explicit kind of here are some ideas or ways to do it. They're Mm. awesome conversation starters. They're awesome activity ideas or however you want to look at it, but it does trigger that start and that's what's important. So it's really, really cool. Now, I'd love to know whether you've got any feedback yet from any kids who may have had a bit of a look. (laughs) Actually, no, I haven't had any kids that have seen it yet, so it's only been (laughs) grown-ups. Yes. But all the grown-ups love it. (laughs) Oh, I do. And I've got to say, like, we're recording this episode pre its release. So when this episode is out and being listened to, there will be a mountain of kids (laughs) that will have many stories I'll be sharing with you, Josh. Oh, absolutely. Hopefully. hopefully I'm very mindful. But I was like, oh, I wonder if any kid has had a bit of a sneak peek. Look, I definitely did and, and had the privilege of reviewing it. And so my words were that it's deeply impactful, it's simply wise, it's strongly connecting and universally embracing. Those words came very immediately Mm. to me when I looked at it. It is such wonderfully powerful. That's really good, Sonia, because that's what I want it to be. Also, you you want to have the intention of creating a book that affects change. 
And so having you say that, it was like, thank you. That's what I was aiming for. I don't know exactly how, but you want to see that change happen because you can't be too descriptive about it because kids and parents will have their own way of doing things. But if they get that sense of they can be empowered to release and to harness their own kindness and then the effect of that just goes on and whatever that looks like is the interesting thing. So those words of yours, thank you so much for that. Oh, well, thank you. Now, empathy, it's a core human social ability. How do you see being wildly kind? We've talked about being used by parents and carers, and it can be used by educators in a similar way. But can you share with us for the educators that are listening a little bit about any ideas you might have for them or teacher's notes or what's kind of a sneak peek as to what's in there? That's a very good point because you reminded me I haven't written the teacher's notes as yet, so I need to get them organised with them. With my publisher, thank you very much. And while you're listening to this episode, he will have done this by now. (laughs) Well, come on, brainstorm. (laughs) I've just finished my building my course. Here I am. And in there, I expand on empathy. And, And the only way I could really do it was talk directly to kids and to talk about how you, the way you feel is the same as someone else feels. So if that person standing opposite you, if you like feeling happy, that other person likes feeling happy too. If you don't like feeling sad, like all this heaviness of feeling sad, this other person has the same feelings. So therefore, if you do something that's a bit mean to that other person and it's going to make them feel sad, you know what sad feels like and they're going to feel that way. So why would you do that? Because you don't like it. So why would you do it to someone else? So I'm trying to bring in the whole idea of what they feel is what everyone else feels. It it is this universal idea where you've got the same emotions and the same feelings. Look, it comes, you know, it really is, you know, do unto others that you want to be done to yourself, really. It comes back to that universal theme. And so it's trying to break it down into get kids to identify of how they feel. Because all the kids, they've got no idea. They just run off and be happy or they might be crying, but they don't understand how their emotions are working. So I try and teach them in my other books and the course how their emotions work, how they relate to them, how do they feel in their body. So therefore, when they see someone else, they go, I recognize that because I see it and I feel it within myself. And I think the more we can try and get kids to do that, then that can only be a better thing. And that can try and teach that empathy thing, as opposed to just saying, can you imagine what it's like to be that person? Sometimes kids can't imagine it, but if they can go, oh, is that what it feels like? Oh, that feels horrible. I don't want to feel that. Then I'm not going to make the other person feel bad. Yes. And there's so much in what you've just said, isn't there? And what you do Mm. really beautifully is you build that awareness. So you've talked about all the emotions and the feelings that can be really, really abstract, but then you take that into being obviously less abstract, but clearer to them as to how does it feel? What are the words that might go with it? Mm. And you've talked about, you've touched on your course for kids. It's called Here I Am. And gosh, a lot of work's gone into developing this course, which is just brilliant and ties into, you know, the question about teachers and educators. I know that they will see just enormous benefit within it. I know I have myself Mm. looking at it. Now, what you've done really well, and I probably don't need to tell you, but in this course is you've really added those elements of empathy, of compassion, of self-esteem, of self-acceptance. There's so much going on. 
But then you do that in a really lovely way because you're sharing your own stuff and your own story. So it's a lot more personable. Mm. And when you talked about how we teach kids by just telling them about something, this is where your point of difference comes in because you're going, well, I'm sharing my own stuff. And so they can then identify, relate, and then they're exploring their own emotions, et cetera. Share with us the name of the course, because I really like this story. I know you've shared it on you know, a couple of your social media platforms. Mm. Tell us how Here I Am came to be the name of your course. It was one of those moments that happened last year, Sonia. And, and I was actually, I was at a school, I was doing some a school tour and there was this class and there was this boy who walked in sort of a bit behind everyone else. And he was a very tall, I think it must have been about 10 or 11 and a very big guy. So he'd obviously started to develop early and he was just towered over all the other kids and he just stood out. Anyway, so what I do is at the end of my sessions, I actually get the kids to do a creative drawing exercise where I get them to invent something. And it's always a hit with all the kids. And so I give them the task, okay, you've got to invent something, you know, whatever. And I walk around and chat to all the kids. And during the session, there was a couple of boys in the front and they were a bit rambunctious would be the word I would use. Mm-hmm. No, they were fine, but just, you know, a bit vocal. Anyway, so I'm walking around to the kids and I go up to this bigger guy and he's off to the side. He's sort of not with everyone else. And I'd say to him, you know, so what do you, what you got? And he had a blank piece of paper. And I said, so are you stuck for an idea? And he goes, yeah. And he just looks so despondent, like he was sort of bending over, like not wanting to be seen. And I had a little bit of a chat to him. I said, what are you going to draw? And he just came up with this. He said, I'm going to draw a door. Okay. Where would you go? And he went, I would go to Paris. I went, really? And you go to Paris? And this is obviously, you know, last year. And I said, well, obviously after COVID, it's disappeared then. He goes, yeah. <laughs> but this look on his face, it was like suddenly like, someone's talking to me. I'm having these ideas now. And it's like, and he started to draw. So I said, okay, great. So I moved on and chatted to some more kids. And then at the end, I get them to come up and talk about what they've invented. And so I had a few kids come up and we had a chat and we had a laugh. And then I was looking at my friend, big guy on the, on the side there, and he wasn't putting his hand up and I didn't expect him to. And then after another couple more kids, I saw him put his hand up very tentatively and I went, okay, I'm not going to miss this opportunity. So I asked him up there and he stood next to me and, you know, Sonia, I'm quite short. <laughs> so, and he's tall. So he towered above me. And before I even had a chance to ask him what he had invented, he looked at the two boys that were in the front row that were the, the rambunctious ones. And he looked at one of them and I could just feel the whole air in the room just changed. And he looked at one of them and he said, Blake, I bet you didn't think I would have the guts to come up here, but here I am. Here I am. And it's like, I just went, whoa, that was the most powerful thing I've heard. And it was like, and then we just carried on after that. But I'm just left there reeling with this amazing feeling of such bravery and such courage from that kid. And it's like, that's the name for my course. Here I am. So if I can get kids, no matter the background, no matter their life circumstance, to be able to stand or sit in themselves and go, here I am, that's my job done. So that's the aim of the course. Oh, I love that. And look, I read the story, but then hearing you tell it, 
it's like it's another level like my heart's just swelling with just like amazingness for the tall kid Mm. just like yes (laughs) well done I know I always well up with a little bit of when I tell it because it it hits me because it's what I wanted to be able to do when I was a kid yeah you know and it's like how often do we get the chance we don't and it's like but this, I don't know what's happened to him since. I'm assuming he's just still caring about his life as normal. But that moment, that gift that he gave is just incredible. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for sharing it because it is really important. And and look, it speaks volumes of why the work that you do and I guess that nurturing that you're wanting to facilitate and encourage and not wanting to, but you are when it comes to empathy and kindness and self-esteem and all those aspects it just highlights the importance of it. It highlights the importance of opening up the discussion, the platform, mm. and creating that safe mm. space. This course does, which is what your books do. It creates that safe yeah. space to explore. So, yeah, so look, I absolutely love it. And it has a unique point of difference. And I know we're kind of, we're now talking a little bit more about here I am, and it's all part of being That's wildly okay. kind, you know, so it all does link in. And I know that, again, having a glimpse at the course, it does strongly link into that kindness to self. And when we're building Mm. the self-esteem, it allows that self-kindness to flourish. And then that has that beautiful flow-on effect to those other areas, to others, to animals, to the whole world. So I love how it all links in. So the course here I am, it does have a unique point of difference, which does give it huge appeal. I've kind of talked about you talking about your own stuff. I feel like it's a -a one-of-a-kind kind of a course, but you tell us why you think it is. I get myself tangled up in knots (laughs) about this, Sonia, because it's like, I want to say so much. And and the course is divided up into four sections and each one is based on one of my books. Okay. So there's the section about self-awareness and self-acceptance. There's one about resilience and being okay to make mistakes and stuff like that. And there's another one about understanding your feelings and the other one about, about kindness. But for me, it's trying to create a really short pathway between what I want to say to kids and the kids themselves. It's a video series. So it's me talking to the kids with my illustrations sort of on the screen and I get silly. And as you said, I share my own story. So I don't want to be this amazing or this big figure telling kids what to do. No, I'm just the same as the kids are. And I've been through crappy things in my life and I want them to know that what they're going through no matter what their life circumstances, it's okay and it's going to be okay. And I want to equip them with the skills and all the things that I wanted to hear when I was eight or, or 10 or something like that. You know, how to understand myself, how to under, because when I understand myself, I can start to understand the world around me. And I'm less at war with myself and then I'm less at war with the world around me. You know, you know what it's like, Sonia. You see so many kids that just don't feel they fit in there for whatever reason. And there's something about the way they interact with themselves, which is not healthy because they don't like themselves. They go, oh, I just want to be normal. You just need someone to go to the kid. Sorry, there's no such thing as normal. Yes. You're normal the way you are. And that once you let the guard down and go, oh, okay, that's it. <laughs> I'm just the way I am. And then suddenly that opens up a freedom to then explore and go further out from that. So they're not constantly fighting themselves. They can then go, oh, okay, what can I do? And that's an outward-looking thing. And then they can achieve amazing things in their own way. Yes, I absolutely love that, Josh. And I think, as I kind of touched on before, that 
creating that safe space, as you've just mentioned, a lot of kids are, have that inner conflict going on. And once you remove that and just go, well, you're actually okay, just as you are, it mm. is a huge sigh of relief. It's a massive yeah. sigh of relief because it does then just allow them to experience their day-to-day just with more joy and more presence. And then you find, and I, I speak from working with so many kids, then you find, and I'm sure you've seen the same, that their energy is not so much caught up in all of that inner turmoil going on or the doubts they have about themselves. And they're in a position that they can contribute more and they can share their gifts more. And it's just so beautiful to watch that happen, be witness to it, and even be a tiny part of it perhaps, you know, but it's what it's all about building each other up. So that's exactly what your work does, definitely. Thank you, Sonia, because that's, I suppose that was the aim. But you never really, you know, you create these things and you never really know what the outcome is going to be. You can go, well, this is what I'm hoping it will be. But so it's still early days yet. And sometimes I think, because apparently doing all the research for how to build courses, you meant to start small and then work your way up to a really big course. I started with a really big course. (laughs) Apparently, they call it a flagship course. (laughs) Well, this is it. The flags are waving. (laughs) The course is here. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. And I think, as you said, it ties in beautifully to the series. I love that kindness as a kid's superpower is just a brilliant place to start and to be modeled and practiced by adults too. You know, we haven't, Mm. adults don't have the ticks in all the boxes. We're all a work in progress. So we just got to keep doing our best and allow our kids the space to be able to do that too. Josh, where can listeners find out more about your book series, about being wildly kind and about the Here I Am course? Okay, just go to my website, which is joshlangley.com.au and all the links are on there and they can find out everything and yeah, that'll be great. Awesome. Well, Josh, thank you for making kindness the world-saving superpower and for making kids have kindness as their superpower accessible by all of us. So thank you again, Josh, for joining the chat about children. Thank you so much, Sonia. It's been wonderful. Such important and life-changing work by Josh Langley. Thank you so much, Josh. Now, I would love everyone to leave a rating and a review from your favorite podcast player for the Chat About Children podcast. And remember to share this episode with family, friends, and with colleagues who you know will benefit from the information shared. Thank you so much for your attention. I celebrate you and look forward to chatting soon. Thanks for joining the Chat About Children with Sonia Vestalich, www.chataboutchildren.com. 